Hey there, and welcome to episode 148 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast. In today's show, I'm talking through that age-old dilemma of connecting with a wholesale buyer, hearing that they really like your product and they want to bring you in, and then silence. Weeks go by and you haven't heard back. You don't know how or where to follow up, so you wait, and then you wait, and you wait, and you wait. Now, more than ever, it may seem impossible to get a hold of wholesale buyers and category managers. And in this episode, I'm sharing exactly why that is, what it means when they ghost you, and what you can do to reignite the conversation. Let's dive right in. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious, values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard-to-access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. This episode is brought to you by Retail Ready, my online course for producers of packaged product who are looking to grow their wholesale accounts. Retail Ready is opening for enrollment very soon. Through videos, workbooks, checklists, templates, live coaching calls with me, and daily access to me and my team in our private online group, Retail Ready has all the tools that you need to increase your sales through wholesale accounts, whether that's in traditional brick and mortar outlets or through e-commerce platforms. The first step to find out more about Retail Ready is to join my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business, which I'll link to here in today's show notes. That hour-long webinar is jam-packed with advice that you can use to kickstart your growth right now, plus information on Retail Ready, on my past clients, and how we can work together. Sign up via the link in my show notes, and I will see you there. All right, my wizards, how many of you feel like it's really hard to get a hold of a wholesale buyer or a category manager? And once you finally do, you feel like there's no guarantee that things will pan out and that the conversations will lead to a shelf placement. This is so common. In today's show, I'm going to walk you through why buyers go radio silent on you, what it means when they do and how to reignite that conversation if they've dropped you or if they never responded in the first place. So first up, why those buyers go silent on you or why they never respond in the first place. Let's start with that first scenario. You reach out and you reach out and you reach out and you just never hear back. Again, I hear this a lot not a peep. (laughs) You don't know if your emails are even being opened, if your voicemails are being listened to, or if your samples were even tasted. In short, you are completely in the dark. You have no information. And you know what happens when you're left in the dark. You don't know how to appropriately react. Think about it. You would likely respond very differently if you knew the buyer did or did not open your last sales email. Your follow-up communication would vary depending on whether or not they had actually tasted through your samples, right? So if you never hear back, 
you've got two things to do. First, you need a system in place for knowing whether or not the buyer has opened your emails. You can do this through your CRM, through email management software, or through an email tracker. We can't address the real challenge, the real sticking point, unless we know what it is, right? So say, for example, that you use a mail tracker and you can see that that buyer never opens your emails. If so, we need to address why. So that might be subject line testing. That might be picking up the phone and calling the store, putting email on the back burner. It might be running a spam test to make sure you're even being delivered in the inbox. We would start there. We make sure that our communication is getting opened before we start addressing and tweaking the content of those pitch emails. So I see this challenge all the time, and this is where you might feel like you're spinning your wheels. You aren't addressing the real problem. So how many times has this happened? You send those emails, you never hear back and you're like, oh, well, shoot, it must be my sales pitch. But if we don't know whether or not the emails are being opened in the first place, we don't know if it's the sales pitch. It, like I said, it might be the subject line. You might be going to spam. That buyer might be on paternity leave and they forgot to put up an auto out of office response. There's so many things that we just don't know. So we don't want to waste our time solving the wrong problem. Now, what does it mean if the buyer is opening your emails, is talking to you on the phone here and there, is giving you half commitments, and then they're dropping the ball? Again, this happens a lot too, especially now. Well, if we know the buyer is receiving your communication, they're opening it, they're reading it, they're still not responding. Like as in, you can see they're opening your emails or you know for some reason or another that if they have tried your samples or perhaps they responded once, but again, things dropped off. It simply means that the buyer isn't convinced enough that you are worth spending all their time, their energy and their labor to bring your product line in. Or certainly it's not urgent for them to do so. It simply means that you are not a priority for them. Now, this might be tough love for some of our listeners, but here's the deal. If that buyer isn't 100% convinced that your product is going to help them hit their category goals easily, without drama, without anything that could potentially be a burden on them and their team, they're not going to take the time to bring you in, especially right now when retail stores and e-commerce wholesale sites are really struggling with labor shortages and lack of staff. Quite simply, if the buyer doesn't trust that your brand is going to bring high sales to your category, they are going to move along to the next brand who does convince them of this. They are comparing you to that other similar brand who is also pitching to them right now, or frankly, they're comparing you to the brand who already has that shelf space and his, who is doing just fine. This, my whizzes, is exactly what we teach inside of Retail Ready. We make sure that your buyer communication stands out in the dozens of pitches that those buyers get week in and week out, and that you aren't blowing it by inadvertently omitting information that convinces the buyer that you are right for their shelves. We teach you how to craft a pitch that convinces the buyer that you are worth giving a shot, 
and that you are going to be an easygoing, reliable vendor to work with. What's more is that once you do convince the buyer that you are a yes for their shelves, you have to continue the follow-ups until you actually get that purchase order, until you send the product, and until you get stocked on the shelf. Remember, I just mentioned labor shortages. I know that you are feeling it too. So just imagine how it's playing out on the retail floor. That buyer doesn't have extra time in their day or extra manpower on their schedule to re-merchandise sections of their store, to receive new inventory, to set new products up with accounts receivable and payable and in their point of sale terminals or with their inventory management systems. They don't have extra time to train their staff on how to order, receive, and stock your product. They certainly don't have extra time to sticker your products with UPCs or Best Buy dates or to handle your brand with kids' gloves. If there are any red flags about your product line and your ability to support your brand on the shelf, that buyer simply deletes your email and moves on to the next brand. And again, Again, with the tough love, (laughs) that's on you. You are 100% responsible for the way you pitch your products and how you follow up after you, you do. If you are not getting the results that you want, you are the person who needs to change, not the buyer, not the store. So often I hear things like, well, if that buyer would only blah, 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 usually with some swears thrown in there. And my response is always this, we have zero control over that buyer. The only person that we have control over is ourselves. So what can we do differently here? With that thought, let's turn our attention to how we can reignite the conversation with buyers. It's simple, and this can work whether you're trying to re-engage a buyer who ghosted you or a new buyer who never gave you the time of the day in the first place, or perhaps even with an account where you used to sell and then things went a little south and you got discontinued and you want another shot. So quite simply, you reach out again (laughs) and you restate your case on how and why you are going to help them hit their category goals. Drop everything else from your pitch. Drop the founder story, drop the mission-driven introduction, drop the paragraphs about your brand, drop the history lesson around your ingredients and your supply chain and your sourcing. That is not what's capturing the buyer's attention right now. Focus on your product's sales, your velocity, and how you can achieve that on their shelves. Now, I know what you must be thinking. You're like, okay, Allie, sure. But my product, my product has an incredible story about how we saved this fifth generation family recipe from the Titanic as it sank to its watery grave in 1912. Without my great, great, great grandfather saving this chocolate chip recipe in a leather satchel, he got on board as he got on board a lifeboat we wouldn't have Carly's chocolate chip cookies today. Now that's a story worth sharing, right? That, that's what some of you founders are thinking. A little bit dramatic, I know. And while I do agree with you that that is a great story to share, your consumers do care about that story a heck of a lot more than the grocery buyer does. 
You see, and you may have heard me use a similar example before. When I was a grocery buyer, if I sat down for my annual review and I said to my boss, well, Sam, I know that cookie sales are down this year, but did you know that Carly's chocolate chip cookies are based off a recipe that was saved from the Titanic? Sam would look at me like I had lost it. And while yes, yes, of course, don't get me wrong here. Brand story is valuable. That buyer's performance, that grocery buyer's performance is based off their category goals of increased sales or margin. And this is what you need to focus your pitches on to re-engage them. So if you want help with this, you know where to go. This is the work that we do day in and day out inside of Retail Ready. We help you attract the right people in the right channels for your brand. We help you speak the language of the wholesale buyer and understand those elusive rhythms of retail. We help you land on shelves and then develop the marketing and promotional strategy to actually sell through once you're there. If you need this too, come and check out Retail Ready. I'm going to link up the course outline for you here in the show notes, and I want you to check out exactly what we cover in there. There's no opt-in. I don't need your email address or anything. I am sending you the Google document directly, and I trust that you can make the decision on whether or not Retail Ready is right for you. Okay, on that note, let's recap what we talked about today. In this episode, I taught you why buyers go radio silent on you. Remember, it's either because they aren't reading your communication or listening to your voicemails in the first place. We've got to figure out whether they are, or it's because they are, and they've concluded that you are simply not a priority for them. And so what does it mean when they conclude that, when, when they stop responding? And again, here was some tough love for you guys. If they're dropping you, it means they don't trust that you are going to help them reach their category goals. And then we talked about how to reignite that conversation if they have ghosted you or if they never responded in the first place. Remember, it is all about the way you pitch. Remember my Titanic chocolate chip cookie example. Your pitch needs to be dialed in. And that is my favorite thing to teach inside of Retail Ready. So let me know which one of these lessons you needed to hear today. Send me a DM on Instagram. I want to know how this resonated with you. I want to know if there's anybody out there listening to me. Come and connect with us in our Food Biz Wiz Facebook group and check out our sneak peek of the Retail Ready course outline. It's linked right here in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to see you right back here next week with an episode on Range Me. Love it or hate it, or frankly, if you're just confused by Range Me, you have got to join us. Have a good one and bye for now. If you've been enjoying these episodes, imagine what it would be like to ask clarifying questions directly to me and have my assistants working through your strategy on these topics. Well, you can. My Retail Ready students have access to me live in our private online group and on our monthly coaching calls, and I'd love to see you in there as well. Retail Ready enrollment opens again really soon and kicks off with my free masterclass on the three steps to growing your packaged food business.
I have that linked here in the show notes, and I can't wait for you to join to learn more about me and how I work with clients, to find out whether Retail Ready is the right fit for you, and to learn my three steps to growing your packaged food biz. Come join me via the link in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.